on YouTube. Seventy-nine. Got you, got you. You heard it right there, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Welcome back to Speaking Sporadically, episode seventy-nine. We're super glad to have you guys listening today, and we are also super glad to have an awesome guest on today. First time guester. How's it going? Yep, Mr. Logan's joining us today. Yep. yep. One of Luke's buds. Well, yep. probably Luke knows him the best. I played one year yeah. of football with him. Luke go way back. Yeah, we bowled three years together and everything. No, don't go back even farther than that. We Ooh. grew up same babysitter. Oh yeah. Oh. I don't even remember that. Yeah, so that's how old that ago. is. I don't even remember that. So yeah. yeah long a, time. That's a true OG right there. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Luke. It's Zay. I'm Jacob. And then I'm Logan. Like I said. Yep. Welcome back. So, we're here. I, I've never had, I've never officially had like my own guest before. So I really yeah, don't know what I'm yeah, doing here. This yeah. is uncharted territory for this me. This is kind of Luke's lead of the lead of leading the episode, I guess. For I'm going to, so, I'm going to try my yeah. best. I really. Well, we're going to get right into it. You know, Logan here is a big rally guy. Yeah, he just starts doing rally. I just start going into the details because I like, I know like the concept of rally, but like. What all goes into it? Like, so what, do you want to like know what it is? Like, what yeah, it is? What, what, yeah, what let's is start it? with the and basics. Like the specific one. What is do. it? So, what I do is it's called stage rally. So, basically, what stage rally is is they're production production based cars. So, like a car you drive every day, mm-hmm. and then they strip them out, uh, put all the safety equipment in them. So, like big roll cages, mm. safety harnesses, safety seats, and then we'll go in an organization. I race in the American Rally Association which is like the main rally organization of the, in the United States. So I'll, basically how it goes is we'll go there. Um, we race on public roads. So they're usually they're like logging roads or like gravel roads and like the woods. So the state or whoever or the race organization will close down those roads and we'll basically drive as fast as we can down these gravel roads and basically whoever gets the lowest time wins. And it goes over usually a weekend, usually two Two days is how long they last. So you're not racing anyone at the same time. No, it's it's uh, it's one at a time. So, yep. Well, that's pretty cool. So, I've seen your TikToks. If you want to go follow them on TikTok, it's at Lum Sports Racing. Yep, Lum Sport Racing. Check it out. Check it out for sure. He's got a lot of followers. He's had blown up a couple times on there. Big videos. So, what goes into? I mean, you just this is your, this was your first year or second year racing? Uh, well, I bought the car back in 2020, March 2020. I bought it used, so I didn't build it because these cars are built to like extremely high standards. Because obviously, you go on a hundred mile an hour through the woods mm-hmm. and you hit a tree, you want to be safe. Yeah. So, um, a guy built it previously, and he raced two races on it, and then um, I bought it in 2020. And I didn't race at all in 2020. And then uh, 2021, June 2021, down in southern Ohio, actually, was my first race. And then this year, uh, I've, I think I've done, what, one, four. And then I'm going to do my fifth race, actually, this coming weekend. Wow. Sweet. So from my knowledge of rally racing, do you have a spotter in the vehicle with you? Yeah. So basically, I didn't, I didn't forget to even mention <laughs> that. So like i said you're going through these gravel roads and mm-hmm. you know when you're driving down a road and you'll see a crest you don't know what's going to mm-hmm. be on the other side of that crest there could be a it could be straight be a right hand turn left hand turn you never know so what we have is a co-driver and they're basically calling what's called pace notes and they'll call a basically what's coming on the road ahead for me so 
Here's an example. So we're driving down this road. There's a crest and then a, a, a small left turn. So the co-driver will say 100 crest into right 6 or left 6. So it, 100 is like the, the distance, and then you have the crest, and then a left 6 is the degree of the turn. Okay. So the degrees of the turns go from uh, 6 to 1. So 1 being the tightest and 6 being the like open. Mm. 6 basically flat out. You yeah. know? Don't even have to hit the brakes for those. So what kind of car do you use then? Uh, I, I race a 2000 Subaru Impreza. So, you know, typical yeah. Subaru. Mm. It's, it's a Subi pretty boy. known rally car. Yeah. So that's what I wanted. And, you know, that's growing up, how I got into it, it was looking at old rally videos of Subarus. And so that's, that's why I I'm going to say, how did you get into rally? Like, why rally? Uh, well, to be honest, I really don't even know how I got into it. I kind of, I think I saw a video on YouTube one day of like dirt rally was the game and i was like man uh, that game looks really fun so i went out and bought it and played it and it's, it's a it's a rally game so i got really into rally and next thing you know i found a bunch of videos on youtube and then i got into it and then um i started out i bought a yeah when i was 17 i bought a 1995 dodge neon just as a beater to race around what's called rally cross it's kind of like a smaller version of stage rally so I did that, and then eventually I bought the car I have now. It's a good time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, I think I saw a video on your TikTok. You have a big racing simulator, don't you? Oh, mm. I wouldn't say it's big. It's, it's You have a racing basic. sim, though, no, like yeah. a full racing sim. You got the steering wheel and an old yeah. shifter and yeah. foot paddles. and Yeah, and you'd be surprised. You actually learn a, quite a bit, uh, like how to control the car on one of those. Uh, I believe it. I mean, yeah. it's probably no different than, you know, riding a four-wheeler around learning yeah. to drive pretty much. Yeah. Like I said, I, that game I, that I got into, it, Dirt Rally, I uh, I play that game on the sim mm -hmm. with the wheels and the pedals, and you get force feedback on that. And, you know, it, it's not the real thing, obviously. You can't feel the car, but it's it's uh, it helps you understand what the car is doing. Give you an appreciation for what yeah. it's supposed and to be happening. And it's a lot cheaper if you wreck. Yeah. yeah, I believe yeah. that. I just restart for 100 coins. Yeah. I'll go and hit a tree, just restart. Restart, rebuild, get yeah. after it. Less consequences, too. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have the same co-driver for all your races? Uh, Well, I have... <laughs> oh, jeez. I was looking up I was looking up the TikTok, and I was like, no, look, I found it. <laughs> well, yeah, is it like a caddy, or is it like someone assigned to you? It's, no, it's someone I got to pick, basically. And... There's there's people all over the country that they're into co-driving, but uh, my first ever co-driver was some guy I met when I first started racing in those small level rally crosses. Mm -hmm. I met him. He seemed like a cool dude, so he said, "Yeah, I'll jump in the car with you." Both of our first times, so <laughs> my first race is both of our first times. So that was kind of sketchy, but then uh, the next race I had my buddy Nate. I don't know if you know Nate uh, Riley's brother. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Nate. So he jumped in for a little bit because I used to. Uh, he helped, when I was 16, he helped buy my first that Dodge Neon. Me and him did that together. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to get in the seat with me. And now I have a new guy, and he's going to do his second rally with me. And he's pretty good. I like him. So, so it's not consistent. It's the best ways to be consistent because right. you get a connection. Because you know when you're going real fast, you want to have you want to be able to trust your co-driver, and the co-driver needs to trust the driver too. So yeah, I'm I know from my few. Um, things I've seen of rally driving, I'll see the co-driver like slip up and say something wrong, yeah. and then next thing you know, the car is slid yeah, off that, the road. And and that's when they're fully committed. Yeah, like, fully. 
I haven't got to that point yet because I'm still on the side of caution, you know. Oh, uh, okay. But when they when you see those drivers, the co-drivers make one mistake and the driver goes off the road, you know that they were fully committing to the notes. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's when they have like sponsors to pay mm-hmm. for things, and yeah. it's not coming out of his pocket. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I you know I need to get a sponsor. But, yeah, know. that'd be pretty big. Yep. Hey, we'll Arnold, Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer T. Hey. You want to sponsor him? Arizona, come on. It's Arizona, come on. So it's a little bit of a switch golf to rally racing, but yeah, that's all right. It's hey, basically, it's the, same basically the same sport. You, yeah. you want the lowest score? Hey, there he's got go. a point. You're right. Well, you've seen those videos where it's the guys like trying to do a par five the fastest and he just like smacks the driver and starts running it's like on foot there's a world record for the fastest time to hit a par five oh, to do a par saying. five i saw the world record for the fastest time of a group of three to hit a par four something like that i've seen a couple videos some kind of similar fastest to that time for a group of heat three to, to play a par, a par four. four it's such a random number why three <laughs> why not four magic number man i don't know i guess whatever everything comes in threes I, I guess, but you've been doing a whole lot of um, series on TikTok. More back, more back to the TikTok. You've been doing a lot of work to the car. You've been lightening it up a lot. Yeah. Uh, so my last race was in June of this yep. year, and um, I thought that was going to be my last race. Wow. And um, but turns out there was a new. There's another rally, that small rally that popped up in Kentucky that I'm doing next weekend. So, but. In the off season, I wanted to try to lighten the car a little bit, and just doing little things. You know, uh, there's putting on like the JDM parts or the Japanese version of the parts on the US, U.S. models, and so far I've lost about 150 pounds on the car. So I mean, congratulations! Yeah, it's a, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. She's going on diet, but it's a race car, so the lighter the better. So yeah, let's say because your biggest video you've had on TikTok was the video where. It had a Family Guy clip when he got oh, new yeah. wheels for the car, mm. and he was just like, "Brian, are we trash?" <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. They were like used uh, tires, and, uh, and I said, "Like your car when you put on new used tires because you can't afford new tires." Yeah. So yeah, that one blew up. It, I don't know why, but that was kind of <laughs> just the start random. Of all that That's stuff. pretty funny. One point nine million views. Wow, kind of blew up. Huh? Kind of blew kinda. up. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, TikTok's such a thing. You can't really ever predict it. I mean, you can try to please the algorithm, but you kind of just got to get lucky and, and uh, keep the mm-hmm. fame and hold on to it and post as much as you can. Yeah. Try to hold on to it as long <laughs> as Definitely you can. consistency is key, yeah, and that's like with any social media. I run the Insta on this one for speaking sporadically, and uh, we did, we definitely did the best when I had like something to put out like every two to three days. And even yeah. that's like, I mean... Optimally, so they much want content. Like, when, they want something twice a day, every day. Right when you when you're first starting off, because I when I started that, uh, I got that that first video blew mm-hmm. up, and I'm like, I got a like I got a real opportunity here. So I I looked at it, and it, it, basically you got to post a video every single day. Yeah. This guy said, post a video every single day for six months, and you'll grow your channel. Mm-hmm. And I did that, and luckily it it worked. So I mean, yeah, it, TikTok definitely yeah. wants consistency. For a, that. a strategy that I that I realized would have been best. Obviously, I realized it too late because I started putting things out, and then people expect it. You know, especially people around here that like follow us a lot. But uh, you almost have to like, especially for us, we which all I do is repost and like kind of like add a little bit of flavor to like content we already release. It's like I almost want to like hold off on a bunch of things and just like record it, but keep it. 
And yeah. then after I have like so many different things to just post with, I mean, think about every day. Yeah, like so content like, yeah. bashing or yeah. whatever that's called. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. It's just a like good strategy, but man, you got to really devote that day that you're going to. Especially, we only release an hour of content every week. Yeah. Usually, I mean, we're pretty consistent. Which is still a lot for a podcast, though. We've said this yeah. before. Like, most podcasts release, like, every other week, maybe yeah. even, like, once a month. Yeah. So, really? coming up with, like, an hour of content every week is huge. Yeah. Like, there's very few podcasts. Mm. I mean, even look at, like, the Nelk Boys, if you've ever watched, like, the Nelk Channel. Mm. Uh, what what's, their, what's theirs called again? The Nelk Channel. It's, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've never seen them in my life. Yeah, I've just heard about oh, them. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's I know rough. about them, but... yeah. Well, they release like, but they do like hour and a half ones, but they release one like every 10 Isn't days. Isn't it the Full yeah. Send podcast? Full Send. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full Send, which almost everyone's heard of Nelk. If they've right. not heard of Nelk, they've heard of Full Send. If you haven't heard of either of those, you've probably heard about Happy Dads, which is their seltzer they make. Mm, but mm. they release like one every 10 days, but they're obviously got money and they do it with famous people. Right, I mean, right. they've had Donald Trump. They've it, had, it's easy when, oh, you know, when you have, oh, yeah. when your life is like that, you have so many stories. It's exactly. so easy to. I mean, they're yeah. hopping on flights from one side of the country to the other mm-hmm. to go to a boxing match just right, for, right. or an MMA fight just for, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, someone invited me. I got free tickets to go. Like, it's mm-hmm. just a wild life they live. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, time is definitely a thing. Like, if we release more content, it's easier to convert it into different forms of social media. But I feel like I. I do, you, do you guys like. Oh, crap. Do you guys take, like, uh. Like highlights and clips and post it on Instagram. I feel like that, that would that's, be a good one. That's exactly what we do. I haven't, we've posted a few times that's like separate from uh, what we do here. Yeah. But most of the time, once we release it, I'll go and I'll, I'll find clips or I'll remember like little bits and pieces that like, oh, I could do this with and I could do this with. Most of the time, it's just something funny that happened. Um, but sometimes I feel like I'm getting better at just like taking a normal conversation and just like, the slightest thing such as like adding like subtitles in a certain way to like add personality like each person or add like a meme or something it'll it's it does a trick like the rage quilting one the rage yeah yeah i mean there was there was nothing to it but it was funny yeah it just you just added epic music behind it the thing is the time it takes me to make one of those is the same amount of time it takes to record one of these on a I normal, believe that. For a normal one, especially I mean, with the... I believe it. I mean, I mean you those should, things are complicated. You should see. I just use it. I do it all on my phone, which I need to get it on my laptop. I'm sure it'll be quicker, but to make the subtitles, like custom subtitles, it's every single word I have to type it in. Not the sentence. I have to type each word individually to like a separate text box. I have to shape it, color it how exactly I want, font it, and then I have to like select the time frame it shows up on the screen. Hmm. And any given... I think the longest one that i've released that i've like clipped from a um actual podcast on youtube and posted it's been like i want to say like 80 to 100 words which each word takes about two minutes so it takes it takes a long time it's a lot of work but yeah it's definitely worth it dude the satisfaction is insane but people uh, love those things people eat those up they're like man i really love your reels you guys been posting those are great it feels good it feels good Talk to Isaiah. Send the thanks that way because well, he is doing all the work for that. Well, to be fair, it's really easy when I like I'll go through and I'll watch an episode, and mm-hmm. then I'll be like, someone like this man. The past two yeah. ones that we've released has he's had got, some crazy. Nice the belt one was hilarious. The yeah, belt was, was funny. That was and stuff like cracking that. But, me um, up. But yeah, I guess oh. I guess like a big thing for me is like the time. Like we only have so much time that we even put out content to post. But like 
So how much time do you put in like in a given for us, it's a given week and then I'll take that time and I'll post it. So for your TikTok and just like working on your car and like rallies and everything like that, like how much time do you put into it? Oh, in general, I've really never kept track of that. Yeah. It's kind of just like, I feel like once you get in like a routine or like you get, I guess I should say disciplined about it Mm -hmm. basically. So I, I got a schedule, I'll go to work, school, you know, and then I'll usually, I'll probably, I try to work on the car about every day or Mm -hmm. TikTok, I try to do something right. every day. Um, but usually, TikTok, it all depends on how long it takes to get an idea. That's exactly, the hardest part. Yeah. Getting ideas for that stuff is, is difficult. But yeah. uh, lot, I do a lot of research, a.k.a. just scrolling <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. So not really research. Yeah. But sometimes you get a good idea from that. But I'd say I try to spend at least two, an hour to two hours a day mm-hmm. like doing something with Rally, whether that's working yeah. on the car or Instagram or you know facebook you know right, TikTok, right. all that stuff so it's uh it's, it's it's worth it i love it so it doesn't bother me at all yeah when it's a passion it's pretty yeah. easy yeah. do you have a do you have a gopro mounted on your your rally car yeah i i usually try to keep two in it i keep one for onboard basically pointing out towards the windshield okay like, so you can see what's going on and then POV. one pointing back at uh me and the co-driver and i don't want to get a third one like on my helmet so you can see like that would, a POV. That would be yeah, cool. Yeah. Those yeah, ones POV. look scary though. You like even when like you're un- you have it under control, just like the, the yeah. force or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's it, it's def- def- definitely cool to see that that version or that mm-hmm. that view. So that's what I'll probably do for this next rally. Yeah, that's really that's really awesome. I know it probably wouldn't be real good for your rally cars, but there's been a a company that's been sponsoring a lot of like automotive youtubers i think it's called like a one x pro it's just like a random like go basically a gopro on a stick but it sticks up like behind or in whatever direction and it eliminates the stick and it's a 360 camera oh yeah so you can see like the full car from behind you don't just get like one shot and it's just got super cool views because then you can like turn it around while you're videotaping and you can like look at cars as they Mm. pass you and stuff like that which is the shot is super dope. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys nowadays are using those cameras. Like, instead of like I have one like matter on the roll cage pointing towards the windshield. Like I said, uh, a lot of guys are replacing those with like those three hundred and sixty mm-hmm. cameras because you can make it look like when a t- car's sliding into the turn, you can really make it look like it's moving. So, mm-hmm. but those the ones where you have it on the stick, those really don't work for rally because yeah, because you're well, they usually get knocked off, hit by a tree or something. something. Yeah. I guess that. But it'd be oh. super dope, like if you want to take like slow rollers or something of the yeah. car. It'd be yeah, definitely. Super cool, super cool viewpoint. Yeah, it's all about getting that right shot, and you always got to have cameras rolling just in case. Oh you yeah, throw right. Oh yeah. Wreck or because that's also, gonna. It's also like watching film. You know, you go back and. Like, oh, oh yeah. I could have pushed way harder on this stage, or I thought I was going so fast, but looking on film, no, you're, it looks like you're going like two miles. I'll tell you so. what, I used to not watch our podcast, like rewatch it at all, because I'm like, well, I was there, you know, and whatever. Um, now that I'm posting everything and all that fun stuff, I, I have to look through every little bit to, you know, find stuff, get ideas. And I feel like I'm watching film. It's definitely not nearly as important for you to watch yeah. film, but like, I'll look back. I'm like, why did I say that? Yeah. And it's like, I, I was so quiet for this long. Dude, the, our last special, our last episode, I guess the Halloween one, I don't know what went through my head. It was the most awkward thing for like a straight minute at the very beginning. I'm yeah, like, was it bad. was so painful yeah. to watch, but yeah, uh, dude, way more important for you to watch film, at least. I'm hoping this one doesn't turn out. This is my first podcast I've ever been on, so appreciate you guys. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. No we've, we've only done this kind of thing like twice before. I'd say we had Ad- Adam, Adam Ballas, Ballas yeah. on, 
and he talked about golf, which is so, really cool. Kind of interviewing a professional. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We Someone had, who's good at something. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about bowling, too, but, like, Felix and I have talked about bowling more yeah. than once, too. Oh, well, and you're not very good at bowling. Yeah. Whoa, wow. Way That's rude. Me. We'd rather, <laughs> like, get a pro or something. Yeah. You know what it takes to be a pro? I was Someone asked me this earlier. I was like, you know, to get a, frick, a PBA card, you have to average 220 in a 30-week league. That's ridiculous. That's so high. Like, that's, like, one open a game, max. And that's mostly strikes. But, yeah. like, I could I could never. I don't think I could actually bowl that good for 30 straight weeks. Are you still bowling? Yeah, I'm bowling in a league every other He's every gonna... other week with Felix's sister. Oh, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, she invited me, and she was like, hey, do you want to bowl in a league? And I'm like, on Mondays, and I'm like, I can do, like, every other Monday because every other first and third money we have scouts always mm-hmm. so i can never make it then but like second and fourth and i'm like if there's ever like a fifth weekend or a fifth week or a fifth monday in the month i'm like i can bowl there too <laughs> the first week i showed up and actually acted like i knew how to bowl shot like 660 acted Jeez. like i knew what i was doing next week i came back i think i shot 540 maybe hmm. i really those are both pretty good scores to me but you were pretty good. I don't know why you're knocking uh, my yourself. Average, my average was like 170. 170, which is that's that's, that's not bad. That's mediocre. That's like good enough, good enough to be consistent, but not good enough to be like on the top. You know what I mean? You just always got in your head so bad. Yeah, that was I my did. thing. I, yeah, your thing was always so bad in the head. But you know, yeah. get over that. It is. It do be like that. And then Nate, who's on his team, used to bowl with us too. But he only bowled my freshman year. We need to do it. And then he uh, quit. We need to do a podcast at the bowling alley. Oh, All right, but just like angle the camera out towards the lane. That would actually bowl. be really fun. That everyone, would be really fun. Everyone could come back. So and start it, would, talking. it would be like the one where we played ping pong. Yeah, we, it would be like we, that. we have people that aren't bowling commentating. And then we yeah. rotate. <laughs> That'd be really fun. I'm so bad though. Last time I bowled, I. We hit, I played like three rounds. I say it all the time. Bowling and sports like that are just like in golf. Golf's in the same realm of like it doesn't matter how good you do. It's more about doing it, going out. It's usually about the fun. Sure does hurt my pride to get under 100 every time. <laughs> Not even. Dude, it's the same thing when I go golfing 80s. when I shoot over 100 every time I go golfing. Yeah. Oh, but if you're, I mean, at least for me, whenever I go golfing, I don't really keep score. We usually do a scramble. So oh, usually yeah, we go with like scrambles. Scrambles the best way. To play so we always just go opinion. with the guys we work with. We go like three or four times a year, and we usually get pretty lit. And it was a way of saying it, but uh, we usually just do like yeah, two two man mm-hmm. scrambles, and then we do and two of us are really good. Two of us are also really bad. So we usually split it right down the middle, and the one of us we usually play really good the first five holes, and then the other team always like Devin's team. They always play better in the last four holes, and they usually end up winning by like one stroke or two strokes. Second half team. They are second half team. Not this year, baby. <laughs> I'm hoping next year to be a little bit better. We, I played a lot of golf this summer. Really? I mean, I went golfing eight times, nine times, yeah, something that, like that. That's a, that's a good amount of golf. Mom took off one whole Friday, and we played 18 holes. I was like, whew. Mom and I do that like once a year maybe. There was a, one summer we went golfing like – Every other weekend, all summer long, and I didn't get any better. <laughs> but it, it happens. You have uh, to get a golf simulator. <laughs> yeah, those Let's are cool. About- I've only used one of those one time, but they're cool. So, like, spinning back to your racing simulator, does is anyone else allowed to use that, or is like, did you buy that completely? Yeah, yeah. it's basically a simple. It's a Logitech 
G something wheel off Amazon. It was the cheapest one I could find that was like not junk. Mm. Um, and then I, I, I got like a cheap, uh, like a seat. And then I actually have this seat out of the first, that old Dodge Neon that I used to rally cross. Because okay. we pulled the seats out to put racing seats in mm-hmm. it. So I put, I use that as my simulator seat now. And uh, yeah. But yeah, it's not against the rules to use that. It's, it's, it's not, you know, that realistic. But it's still something. Yeah, it's it's basically there to keep your mind sharp, because the big the big budget teams they can afford to go out and rent a road and oh, yeah. uh, you know practice in real life, or they have the area the space to do it. But you know, being my level, you know, I just can't. Amateur just, hour can't afford to just go. Right now, so you that's couldn't my just practice. pull up on like Cardo Road and start whipping down Cardo. Yeah, but you know. It is illegal. So. It would be, yeah. Yeah. but it's street legal. Your car's street legal. It is. Yeah. Yep. So that's another. I saw you drive by Al's earlier. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I was yeah. sitting there watching football, and I was like, I think that was Logan. Yep. I wonder if he's gonna whip up in the rally car in the pod. I, I was washing it today because I gotta get it ready for next weekend. Gotta look good to get muddy. That's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> look good, play good, eh? Yeah. That's right. You always play better when you look good. <sighs> True. Oh man. Hmm. So have you um. Like, like placing wise, how do you normally do at these rally races? Well, I don't even know how many how many people compete. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that depends on the event. This one I'm doing next weekend is a, a small, very small regional event. So there's only going to be like 16 people at this event. But um, the one down in Chillicothe, Ohio, it's called Southern Ohio Force Rally. That's the one I like to do every year. That's a national level event. So all the big teams come. The Subaru factory team comes. Like. Ken Block, Travis Estrana, all these big guys, they're, they're, they're there. So usually in that race, there was, um, I don't even know, I, I want to say 50, 50 regional guys maybe. And then there's, there's regional and national level. Um, so the, the best I've ever placed at a national level event was I placed sixth in class out of 12 and I think 10th. And regional, but I'm not sure about that. And then uh, 24th overall out of 70. Wow. So. That's I would good. say it'd be unfair if you had to compete against Ken Block. Yeah, they're in a, they're <laughs> in a completely different right, class yeah. than me. They're, they're a uh, national open class, which essentially is um, they can do pretty much anything, anything they want to a certain degree, but th- their cars are half a million dollars. Nutty. Yeah. It's just fiberglass with a, with not, a roll cage. Carbon, Not even fiber, carbon fiber, fiber. Yeah. Carbon fiber so, with a roll I mean, cage around it. Yeah, they're they're crazy. Ken Block actually, I don't. Um, the highest level of rally is called WRC, and Ken Block actually campaigned a WRC car this year, in in rally championship. So that was kind of cool to see, because you never you, uh, the states don't have a, a WRC round, so they're never here. So it was kind of cool to see that car, you know, in the United States. And he was at Southern Ohio, so I got to go. With, up nice and close and see how all the professionals do <laughs> Check it. Check it out. Way, way, way better craftsmanship than I have. I mean, their trailers probably cost more than your whole car and yeah, your whole setup. Semi rigs, basically, like you know, you see on NASCAR and you know, all the dirt track, big, yep. big semi rigs. That's what they got. So but it's cool. Oh, it's sweet. It'd be cool to do one day. I mean, it'd be fun just to go down and watch one time. Yeah, just for. The Southern Ohio crap race. shoot for one whole day. Ooh, it's a two-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, Southern Ohio races. That's a that's a fun one. Usually, there's a big crowd there, mm. so that's always a fun one to watch. 
have you ever gotten close like uh to spectators like how close can they be when they watch rally because i've seen some clips where i swear rally cars are like grazing crowds they're driving yeah. that close yeah. that's that's the 90s rallies now today it's nowhere oh, near right. safer no it's a lot safer the co-driver can't like reach out and like high five no, everybody a lot on the more liability <laughs> nowadays so the insurance company would flip out if they saw that so no, they're usually st- stand pretty far back, but they got designated spectator areas at most mm. rallies where people can go and watch, and they have to sit behind the banner tape. But so, no, I never got that close. There's maybe sometimes there's a photographer that's close to the road, but other mm. than that, you never really even notice them. Mm. You know, when you're when you're focused. I mean, when you're driving 70, 80 mile an hour down a road, yeah. they're yeah. pretty blurry anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's yeah. blurry. Just another obstacle you got to avoid. So. <laughs> Hey, you get a ten seconds off yeah. after you hit them. Oh yeah, except those yeah, <laughs> trees <laughs> don't move, so you got to avoid those. Mm. I don't know; they move pretty well in GTA. Yeah, <laughs> and my experience with the trees, they don't move very well. So or in, in ditches. Yeah, in ditches. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna end this one right here, and then we'll be back in just a second. So see you guys in fly. After Trey's half Trey's halftime, he says he's got something fun planned. Yeah, he better. He better, mm-hmm. better be better than the last one. All righty, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for sticking around. At least this um, wasn't an hour and a half break between segments this yeah, time. Yeah, it's much shorter because we got much. This is the fastest turnaround we've ever had. We got Maybe not ever, but it's pretty, one of the shortest of all time. Yeah, it's pretty close. Say, we had more questions, more things to ask, and I think he's probably got a few more stories and stuff yeah, to tell, yeah. too. Hopefully. So. That's what I was gonna move right into, back like, into it. Yeah, dig into any stories or any like close calls you've ever had while racing. Uh... I've never really had any like close calls like about I guess I have you every rally driver has a couple close calls. The closest one I've ever had was was that Southern, this year Southern Ohio. It was the last section of stage. I think I was on the third to last stage. So usually a rally uh consists of 16 stages. So okay. and the stages consist are uh, anywhere from a mile to 13 miles long. So over the whole course, we'll race a total of, like, I don't know, like, usually 200, 200 stage miles. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even tell you guys about, like, transits and stuff like that. Uh, we have to transit to get for, to the stage. So you're trying – that's why my car's road legal because you have to drive on public roads. Mm. But anyways, back to, back to my story. Um, about three, three stages to the end of the, to the rally. And uh, I'm going – I'm really pushing because I'm really – you know, it's towards the end of the rally. I'm comfortable – me and my co-driver are clicking. We're going, and I see that there's there's this car off, and my co-driver's like, "Okay, we're uh, fifty into a caution right to tree outside, and there's a car that's already out there that are, that's already crashed down on the stitch." And I'm going way hot, and I go into this turn way too hot, and I, I avoid the tree, but I start sliding down this hill, and I about hit the car that's already wrecked there. So I'm like, "Oh crap." And luckily I didn't. I pulled out. It turns out the car that was wrecked there was Ken Block's wife, Lucy Block. So that would probably would have been pretty bad if I would have hit that car. But luckily I, I didn't. I didn't hit it. I saved it. I didn't hit the tree and I didn't hit the car, and I uh, kept going. But that was about the closest call I've ever had on stage. Could have been a good conversation starter between yeah. you yeah. and Ken. Yeah, really. Go yeah. pro. That's an in. Like, why, did, why did you uh, wreck into my car? <laughs> why was it there? Why was it crashed? Huh? Well, why was it on the side of the stage? <laughs> my bad. So when it comes to stages, like I just had this thought coming to my mind. Do you like 
weigh out the gas you're going to need for the, like the length of the seg, like the stage? Uh, do you bother with that, or do you just have to fill it up and just go yeah, with it? Yeah, that's full? extra weight. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, extra weight, right? And the the right answer is I should, yeah, you know, <laughs> save weight, but I don't do that. Now that you mention it, it <laughs> but I don't do that just because I don't know. I'm out there to have fun. I'm not out there to, right, you know, right. it's not that big of a deal to me if I'm a pound or three pounds more than I could be. So, no, I don't. I usually just fill it up at, at the fuel station and, and call it good. But usually you have to fill up, I'd say, two or three times at, during a rally because it's 200 miles. 200 miles. miles. Yeah. I mean, you're Racing. pushing those things yeah, all so. out. So. so, How much, um, like, practice time do you get to drive through these stages before you go to time trial them? Oh, that's a good question. So, um, before every so a race weekend will basically last. If it's a two day rally, it might a race weekend will be like about four days. So we'll get there Wednesday. If the race day is Friday, we'll usually get there Wednesday or Thursday, and we'll do what's called recce. So recce is basically stands short for reconnaissance. So we'll drive these roads. They're public roads, so they're open at this time. You know, anyone can drive them. So we'll drive these roads at the posted speed limit. And we'll go down these roads, and me and my co-driver will write pay, the pace notes, and we'll okay. write what the what the road is, and we'll we'll do the first pass. We'll get the rough rough notes written. You know, I'll call what I see, and we'll do all that, and then we'll take a, usually two another pass. So usually it consists of two passes, mm-hmm. and the second pass is we're we're cleaning it up and tidying it up. But that's usually all you get. You get two passes on the stage, and then you got to hit it at speed. So, but you know, recce and that that's that's the hard part of rally. That's the part that no one ever sees, because mm-hmm. w- when you see these guys on race day, uh, th- like people don't realize that we've been already working at this. You know, recce's thirteen hour days sometimes of just driving and wow. writing notes, and it's, it, it gets long. But so yeah, there's so much upfront work that goes into it before before we even get a drive at speed. Yeah, and you're not memorizing those at all. No. That's actually you don't really want to memorize those because then it, some people do, but um, I've been told that that's a bad habit to get into because if you start memorizing things, you will start second guessing yourself. Be mm. like, okay, well, I think this was here, but I don't know for yeah. sure. And then you know, you could you're thinking that it's an open turn and it's a tight turn and you fly off the road. Yeah. So you know, or you don't not, listen to your pace notes because yeah. you think you know what you're doing. Yeah, so I mean that's, that's why you got two brains. Two brains are better than one. Yeah, so that's right. And if you do something wrong, it's always the co-driver's fault. That's what that's the, that's the motto in rally. I'm just it's, here to it's drive. Not, it's not yeah. my fault. It's I'm just listening fault. to you. Yeah. I'm doing what you tell me to do. Have you ever like had a situation with your co-driver where, you know, he thinks it's one thing, but you think it's another? One doing recce. No, no. Usually the co-driver's just there to listen to me. Basically, okay. when I'm calling them, you're making the calls. So, on the, notes. the co-driver, yeah, is just I'm making. I'm calling what I see and what I want to hear for that. Um, so the coder ever just write what I say at that point, but they 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 do have inputs like really I high level co-drivers will will make suggestions and say well are you sure you want to do this 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 is an open turn you probably could hit it faster than you think you can you know what I mean they they push you co-driver acts more like a mentor as well as a co-driver so you're like again like the whole caddy he's basically yeah. your caddy right. yeah. yeah but yeah pretty much it's it's a team I mean. It's not just the driver. It is definitely 100%, 50-50, you know, co-driver and driver. Because when you see, like, Ken Block or Travis Estrada going flat out, there's no way they could do that without someone telling them where to do, or where to go. Someone yeah. experienced in the sport yeah. and knows what they're up to. And I'm probably, I bet at those levels, they get 
like a bond almost, and they change their pacingness a little bit to yep. be individualized and personalized to themselves. Yep. So I mean, so it's, it's it's all driver preference. You know, every driver has their what they. You know, you could. You don't even have to use the system that I use, like the one through six with the with the corners. You could mm-hmm. say uh, Arizona for you know. You could use right, whatever right, you want. Yeah. It's as long as the driver knows what um, what what it means, I guess. So, yeah. like, is a six turn like a one eighty? Uh, no, so a six is like open. So a six is like a oh, basically duh, barely backwards. a kink in the road, barely. and then a five is gets a little tighter, and then and then it consistently goes down. And then one is almost like I think of a one is almost square, a square turn. Oh, like a ninety. Yeah. Okay. And then and then if it gets any tighter than that, I'll usually say hairpin. So hairpin means mm. you're hairpin, turning right. in Full on turn. yourself. You know, you're turning more than ninety degrees. I guess when I ever heard pace notes in like videos, I always assumed they were gears. That you have to shift into. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some drivers that do that. They'll say like, uh, right three in gear, essentially meaning it's it's a right three, but you want to be in third gear for this this mm-hmm. turn. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, I don't do it that way, but some some drivers do. So. Say, do you have to have like a full fire suit too? Don't you? Yep. Basically, everything everything you see a NASCAR driver or you know, right. um, you know, high level F1, motorsports, whatever. Yeah. All. All, all you, the gear that they're wearing, we have to wear too. So, uh, so you strap back to your seat. Yep, I have a, a five Hans point device. Basically, it goes over your shoulder and it straps onto your helmet. And there's two tethers that'll go on your your helmet. So basically, if you get in a wreck, mm-hmm. it'll stop your head from like it, it'll prevent whiplash. Is essentially what its job is. And then you got a fire suit, uh, shoes. You don't need gloves, which. Um, that's just a rule in, in ARA. I, most motor shorts you do, but ARA you don't need gloves, and then you need a fire suit, and that's about it. Hmm. Really in depth. It's a lot. Yeah. Now you gotta stay safe. Okay, so if you could have any rally car, what would it be? Because you have you have a whole you have a big series on TikTok, some like forgotten or most famous. Yeah. Like if you could have any, like if you had money mm-hmm. or you had like a wish, like you could have whatever you wanted. That is a really good question. Say Ken Block hit your car. He's like, I'll get you whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> any rally car I want, it probably would be, ooh, um, like a newer Subaru Impreza. Because I have a I, buddy I do like those. Like I have a buddy I went to um, Buckeye Boy State with. He drives. He has a blue WRX. Impreza, yeah, and he drives. He lives in Fort Wayne. He gets all kinds of snow up there, and he just drives it around Fort Wayne and does donuts <laughs> and like yeah. six inches of snow just for shits and gigs, just because he wants to. Yeah. yeah, he's super. I like that guy. I really like him. Don't see him anymore, but I follow his Snap story pretty close. He's fun. I'd say that there's there's two cars. If I could pick any rally car, right. I, I want. I would either pick one a um, a Group B which is like a pretty insane series of rally that used to go on in the 80s. It would be a Group B Audi Quattro S1. Okay. Um, and then the next car would be a 2000 Subaru Impreza WRC. Because I just... It's the same body style as the car I race now, but it's a WRC car, and it's wide-bodied, and it is just a beautiful machine. So those would probably be my two top picks. Now they're both; those are both all-wheel drive options, then too. Yeah. yeah. So, if you don't know what those cars look like, definitely look those up because you will not be disappointed on how number one how they look and number one or number two how they sound because they both sound amazing. I mean, those old those old Audis have really cool body lines. That whole '80s yeah, like big boxy, big, you know, big boxy, wing. like it's just good looking rig. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's not even like I call it a rig, but it's a small car. They just look good. Yeah. There's something about that aging cars. They look damn good. I mean, you think even about like '80s Mustangs and stuff, Corvettes, Camaros. It was a good time. Good, good age of design. Yeah, definitely. Pretty simple, but especially before like EPA regulations on like performance and stuff oh, hit right. when they had Luke hates the oh, EPA. I hate the EPA. <laughs> I had a whole snap story last Luke. year so called F the EPA. Yeah, I don't like the EPA either, but could you imagine what it would be like to to okay, say you lived back in the nineteen sixties. No catalytic converters on nope. any cars. Have you ever started up an old car and like smelled it? Yes. They smell terrible. Uh, now imagine every single car on the road. Smelling like that. Oh, my God. It'd be I can, bad. It'd, yeah. I can see how smog became an issue. Yeah. I'm, I just like street pipe cars. I think they sound sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for catalytic converters because they definitely... They do work. They make cars cleaner. Like, they just smell better. I don't know. I, I like them, so... But yeah. I don't like the EPA either. I mean, all There's the electrification and stuff. Yeah, I hate that. That's favorite, really bad. Don't even get me started, I guess. There's so many bad things about electric cars, but... Like on my snowmobile, I want to get rid of the, like the stock big bulky exhaust on it and just get like a simple pipe that goes straight out. But like, like four hundred bucks, and I'm like, I'm not gonna drop four hundred dollars on just a piece of metal, not right now. But to rig it yourself, I've thought about it, but like I don't, I'm not that good. I'm, I don't, I'm not talented. I don't have that kind of talent. I'm not good with my hands. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So Logan, do you um like what uh, terrain do you race on all the time? Is it gravel or is it mud? Well, ra- the cool thing about rally is that it it doesn't really matter. You could race on anything you want. So um, most the only surface I've ever raced on was um, uh, gravel, loose gravel, and so, um, Southern Ohio has a little bit of uh, tarmac, basically asphalt yeah. roads mm-hmm. that we'll race down to, but. Um, there's a rally up in Michigan. It's called Snowdrift, and that's a snow rally. Yeah, so those are always kind of cool to see, like, you know, snow. But the special thing about Snowdrift is they, they're like Ohio where they're not allowed to have um, wheel studs, like studded tires. Ooh. So you're driving down these roads, and usually it's ice, you know, on, on snow tires going, you know, 70 miles an hour with no traction. So it's pretty yeah, sketchy. Yeah. I want to make it up to that rally one day. Just Might to well race have... or just to watch? Both. Like I would love to race it. It's it's definitely a, a skill rally. It, you got to learn patience at that rally is what I've heard. Because you can't – I mean, it, it, you could be the slowest one on the road, but if you're the only one at the end of the day to not crash into a snowbank and get stuck for like 20 minutes, you're going to win. You know? That's crazy. You, yeah. So. so that's another thing I've seen about rally is um, if they crash and they can keep their vehicle moving, their time keeps going, right? Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. As long as your cage isn't damaged is mostly what they look mm. at. So if, if you roll or you know you, you hit a tree or something and your cage looks safe and your windows are not broken or you get window nets to replace it, um, you're good to go. You can keep going. and you, Your whole back end could be smashed in, but as long as it's safe to run by the organizers, you're, you could, you're good. They'll let you run it? Yep. That's crazy. So, That's amazing. So it's kind of cool. That's the difference between rally and F one. You know, F one they they break something and rally. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Think about F one. They're I, all open. I love F one too. F one with their open tires. I mean, someone pit maneuvers you once. I mean, you've probably taken out that whole tire and yeah. everything else, and yeah. you probably ended up in a wall somewhere. Yep. 
Yeah, then you have pit stops coming in the F1. So my my grandpa is really big into motorsports, but he's more into like circuit racing. Yeah, like just pretty much NASCAR. He was actually on an ARCA. Um, cool. It's wow. like it's like the level below NASCAR on a pit team. So I mean, he can change a tire fast as hell. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but actually, when he was on the ARCA pit team, he was the fuel man. So just put the big yeah. tube in and they vacuum suck it right into right into the fuel tank. That's what he did. And Man, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd love yeah. to just get that experience just to see super fun. how the high-level motorsport teams do all that mm-hmm. stuff. One of the guys I work with at Scott's, he dropped out of high school. This is completely aside. He dropped out of high school two weeks before graduation. So he's basically two graduated. Two weeks. Yeah, bro. I know. It's, it's, he regrets it all the time. He's like, I just didn't care. I'm like, <laughs> but he made it out to Oklahoma. And he made it on a NASCAR team, like a legit NASCAR team. And he traveled around on a NASCAR team for three or four years wow. doing NASCAR things before he finally like ran out of money. He was a drug addict. He came back. You know? Now he's like, he, he turned his life around and everything else, but he's so, he's so interesting. He's like, yeah, I just remember getting the payday on Friday. I was like, you have the fire ready to burn that? He's like, I didn't just have a fire. I had a butane torch just <laughs> ready to burn it on drugs and alcohol and everything else. Just partying in the 80s doing Whatever God, they did, man, whatever that, he did, that would have been crazy. I mean, imagine the stories he could oh, tell. Man, I would, I would kill to go back to the eighties. Like that'd be so cool because it's like, I mean, that's probably one of the wildest times in history. Yeah, like for everything. I mean, it's pre cameras, like portable cameras. It's pre cell phones. I mean, yeah, life nothing, was just wild. Nothing was recorded. About nothing I mean, was recorded. You, you see so much more than it, you see now. Even like the motorsports era, like the eighties. There were, I mean, I don't. I think back then, like. I'd say from the 60s and 80s and all that stuff, the motorsports isn't looked at like it is today. Like motorsport drivers, you know. Yeah, because back they're, then. They're athletes now. Mm-hmm. But back then, they get out of their car, smoke a cigarette, drink mm-hmm. a beer, yeah. get back in, you know what I mean? Well, and, and on motorsports, there wasn't very many regulations. Like now you say if your roll cage is broken, you're done. Yeah. Back then it was do whatever you have to do to be as fast as possible. And that's why also with like even like, you know, with rally, that's why you see all the spectators on the side of the road because you know they weren't worried about all that stuff and, mm-hmm. and probably pretty dangerous. But it definitely was. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. definitely a lot of pros and cons to it. I mean, Life's might be a little bit more bland, but it's a lot safer. So, but how much fun is safe though? <laughs> it is also amazing being in the motorsports scene. It's it's so am- amazing to compare the gear that I'm wearing now. Like even my helmet, my my Hans and stuff. They, they didn't start wearing, like, Hans devices for your neck until, I don't know, pretty recently. So it's just so cool to see all, like, the helmets and how mm. everything is advanced. And even the roll cages. There's more bars in all the cars now than there were back then. And it just, yeah, it's just cool to see all, uh, how much safety has advanced and probably how dangerous that actually really was back then. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I think a lot of motorsports safety regulations really changed when – Dale Earnhardt Sr. died in his big yeah, crash. That's when Hans really like, started. That really, yeah. like, that crash, you watch it back, and, and it doesn't that, even look that bad. That caught the national view. National, you worldwide. Know, I mean, everyone that. was like, well, everyone knew Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's easily the most famous NASCAR driver ever and one of the most highly respected motorsports people all time, too. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the greats. And they, after that, I mean, they got rid of the open face helmets that you had to having a closed face helmet mm-hmm. and Hans device. So yeah, he really, his death was tragic, but it really revolutionized safety in the motorsports scene. It so. brought safety into the 
into the spotlight. Yeah. It was in the limelight. They're like, eh, performance and everything else. Like Dale Earnhardt Sr. holds the fastest speed on Daytona 500, like the Daytona circuit, at like 214 or something. They can't even hit 200 anymore, really. Yeah. I mean, unless there's like a severe wind one way, and that's even only on one side of the track in a standard oval loop or whatever, but everything changed. But for the better, probably. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Even with F1, with the introduction, uh, introduction of like the Halo. Yeah, because that's pretty thing. recent. Yeah, that was, I think, 2016, or I think that was when it was. But, you know, just it's, it's good to see all that innovation and safety. I mean, they've come so far, though, in 20 years, too. Everything probably would have changed eventually, even if, say, Dale Earnhardt didn't die. Safety probably would have came into the spotlight eventually. People would have been like, you know, this really isn't that safe. Yeah. Driving around in 200 mile an hour with an open face helmet, like when you ride an ATV or something, like, this isn't really safe. Especially with things flying off and glass could be cracking and everything yeah. else. Yeah, I'm fortunate to not have been in a wreck yet, so... I gotta knock on something because mm-hmm. I hope I didn't mm-hmm. jinx myself. We got a nice wooden cabin, oh, yeah. so it's all wooden. Pick a wall, a new wall. But hopefully not experiencing that. But you know, it's it's part of the sport, so yeah. that's why you got all the safety gear on. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their day, I guess. Hopefully, mine isn't soon. Yeah, yeah next yeah. weekend. Jeez, <laughs> I'm scared now. You're gonna give him some pre-race jitters, Luke. Come on, my bad. That's my bad. Might be, but. I think. Does anyone else have any questions about questions about rally? Everyone good? I'm not even gonna lie. This is like speaking a whole different language. I'm learning a lot. Lucky for me, I went. Uh, I'll touch on something. Like I had a, like a phase in my life where I was like, "Damn, I'm just gonna learn everything there is to learn about cars." And then I really got into motorsports, so I have like a little bit of knowledge of this, you know. Yeah, not it's, too it's much. A very unknown Niche it's a very unknown motorsport mm-hmm. in yeah. america yeah. across the world it's very well known like europe and all that stuff it's it's pretty big there but in the united states it's not you know i tell people oh yeah you, you race cars yeah i race it's called rally i race it on dirt oh so like dirt over tracks mm-hmm. no like mm-hmm. through like, the woods and then they look at me funny but you know i i think it's starting to grow you know with big names in there um that'll definitely help but um Right now, it's still very small, but you know, that's okay. Like, I I love yeah, it, so yeah. it, that doesn't. I don't need to be, you know, popular. You know, drive the nicest or whatever. Drive an ass car, essentially, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not even gonna lie. From what little I've seen of it, and I, I've seen it before, and I knew of it, right, and stuff like that. Like, and the only the only reason I knew of it, aside from like, like go karts, and I don't know if there's a better word for it, like, I, just go karts or whatever. There's like. Like, what other races? I can't think of any other races that are, like, there's turns, and it's not just, like, the same thing. Over, like, you have over. to know it's, where it's, you're racing, it's, right? I like to compare and it when people don't know what it's it like is. like Mario Kart. To, no. I like to compare it to, <laughs> to Baja, like, Baja 1000. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm, that's like, a good one. Um, kind of like that, but more streamlined. Because right. Baja, they're, they're driving in the desert with like, right, no roads. Right. Like, we're actually driving on roads, so... Um, but yeah, that's that's how I like to to make people understand it because it's hard. Yeah. Like if you don't know what it is or you've never mm-hmm. seen it, it's just like well, you, you do what they they close the roads for that, you know. So yeah. it's but, definitely in me. It's it, it sounds and from what I've seen, it looks a lot more exciting than. Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody, but people going in circles. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it certainly looks too. a lot it's more just, exciting. It's exciting in its own way. Well, they gain speed, right? 
And, they have uh, the speed factor. Yeah, that's they gain the real speed factor. instead of you know yeah. turns and all but, that. I mean, great stuff. Yeah, when you get to the top tier thing of rally racing, it's just it's a sight to see. Well, when they're yeah. cresting mm-hmm. a hill and they're almost getting airtime, right? Zooming right. Over, or they are getting airtime, yeah, zooming over these hills. I've yeah. seen rally races where they race up mountains, like it's just pretty much to the mm-hmm. to the summit. I'm right. gonna say if you've ever played like a Forza game from Xbox, mm-hmm. like there's a whole section in the Forza games like based on rally, pretty much where it's like point to point. Yeah. uphill or downhill it's pretty cool i got really into forza like forza horizon there like yeah when forza horizon 3 came out i i watched a whole lot of playthroughs on that for no apparent reason but still super cool it's fun in its own right yeah and um it's it's rally is also i think a part of the reason why it's so small number one is because it's not broadcasted mm-hmm. and number two it's it's kind of hard for um to go watch it even to go yes. watch it you know if you want to go watch um you know, Eldora, you know, a dirt track yeah. race. You go, you go there, you buy your ticket, you, you find your seat, you sit down, you need to watch the race, you know. Yeah. You, you can see all the action from one spot. With Rally, it's free to watch, which is nice. You can go anywhere. You know, it doesn't cost you a dime to go watch it. But you got to go, you got to bring your lawn chair, mm. pack a cooler with water, get bug spray, uh, get the map to show you where to go to go spectate. Um, go out, hike in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. sit there for three hours and just watch these cars go by but it's a if anyone if you are interested in rally and you want to learn more i highly recommend actually going and watch one because the the what made me really fall into love with the sport is the first time i ever went and spectated an event i was sitting there on the corner of this on this corner and uh cars are getting ready to go and you just hear these top level cars you can hear them coming from like far off from a mile away you can hear them coming and their turbos are spooling and all that stuff and just making all this noise mm. and a lag and you're you don't even see them yet and my adrenaline's pumping <laughs> and here they come in going you know 100 mile an hour brakes glowing backfiring flames coming out of the back you know just sliding as fast as they can through this corner it was just i don't know it's it, it's an experience and it really I, after I saw, expected that first rally, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Mm. I'm not racing. I'll try other things, but this is my motorsport. So. It's kind of like cross country in the right that you can't just watch. Like, yeah. yeah. You have to, like, if you want to oh, see right, all right, parts, right. you have to be, yeah. like, running around to see yeah, all I of that. I have that in my head. You, you have, like, one little section you can watch, you know? Yeah. Unless yeah. you're really Unless dedicated you and you want to run around to see all of it or where, spectate wherever you can. But And people do that with rally. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll go to one area. And then they'll drive quick to the next stage and watch the, the next, next stage, stage or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, but, I, like exactly like that. I really grown an appreciation for cross country now after I graduated high school because I'm like, hey, that's just like rally. Mm-hmm. It's but except you run. Yeah. It, and I'm not driving a car. It hurts a lot more. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think on, aver- car, on average it'll hurt a lot more, but when you wreck a car, it probably lots of pain at one time, yeah. especially in the old wallet area. I'm you're not, sure you're not going <laughs> like, fast. You're not going fast enough to need a yeah right. race notes either. Right, race notes. Yeah, you just look at the people in front of you, and if you're in the front, you just hope you don't make. Hey man, the wrong I've turn. seen some crazy violence on a cross country course. I'm just saying. <laughs> you have you, seen, have you seen the spikes we use? Yes, it's crazy. My cousins are in cross country all through. It's, dude, I wouldn't watch all the time. I've seen. I've seen. I have seen people fall over like a man just fall over in the front of the race of like 300 people and no one stops just they don't right even call it they don't even call it now what what's the form of motorsport called where you just derby derbying right where you just that's try to just wreck kind of like that's just like a oh, demolition, demolition derby, derby. Yeah. demolition mm-hmm. derby that's what it's, i'm thinking of 
Not exactly a. I don't even know what to call it's it. It's a motorsport. Yeah, technically, I mean, yeah, Motor- technically yeah. but you're wrecking your Glass stuff. One standing, and, but it's just a unique type of motorsport. I've watched a couple of demolition derbies. They're they're entertaining. I don't yeah. think I'd ever do one just because. I know Timmy like does them right. Yeah, he does. My dad back in the day, they used to do combine derbies, oh, combine geez. demolition derbies. <laughs> kind of day. If you don't, if you know, yeah, really. If you know my dad, he's not like someone to go out and just tear stuff up just for the heck of it. But like, I'm like, I see has this little plaque in one of his one picture frame. It's like 1980 combine derby at the Shelby County Fair. I'm like, yeah. Like that sounds dangerous. Oh, like yeah. imagine getting like a 1950s combine just driving around in circles trying to. There's no knock way they hit. They, they don't hit them head on, do they? Because I feel like the combine you're sitting like right in the front. Yeah. You are. That's yeah. kind of the. And they didn't have the spikes on them, did they? Probably not. I mean, they probably don't have headers on them. Yeah, so, but like I'm thinking about that. That'd be. And I've seen like modern ones of it. I'm like, where are they doing this? Cause I kind of want to go watch yeah. one. Yeah. Anytime like, I, I think about it around here, it's like a fair or it's you know. Some, but they only do like cars. And yeah. They, they don't like yeah, a they few don't do class. Anything. Of cars, but yeah, they don't do anything like that, not anymore. Like, there's salsa, and they're like using like what I would consider pretty new equipment, but where it's at, it's probably not because they're farming 15,000 acres and they get mm-hmm. brand new combines and everything else. But, right, hey man, I guess when you're getting a new combine every three years, what better than three years? Some guys get new combines every year, every other That's year. Crazy. I would, so you know, Shay, right. I have time for the story. So Shay came through the carry-on. He was, we were talking last night. He's like, yeah, we were up like in Bath, Ohio, which is not Bath, Ada, like Ada by O&U. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, we have a customer up there. He farms 15,000 acres. I'm like, I didn't know anyone in Ohio farmed that much. Anyways, he's like, yeah, they came in. They ordered three brand new X9s, which is John Deere's like elite level combine, like 16-row corn header, which is just massive. 16 rows at a time and everything else probably run you half a million six hundred thousand plus headers for each one and they said they ordered like three brand new nine rx's which is like john deere's like four track system kind of like a quad track but like not exactly i'm like (laughs) that guy just dropped like that's like a four million dollar bill and they just want them new i don't know if he's paying for them outright probably not but it's just a big bill to front right away we met it we met a kid recently that had a Niner X says is a phone wallpaper. Yeah, he came out and was like, you see this? Do you know what this is? And he's like, that's mine. I'm not very educated on a combine, so <laughs> I was like... That's not a combine. It's a tractor. A tractor, but... So I was like, oh, <laughs> interesting. He's like, that's not mine. <laughs> I just took a picture of it. Yeah. Cracked me up a little uh, bit. That's funny. We, we are nearing the yeah, end, Yeah, we're almost out of time. Babe, make, go, make sure you go follow the socials. Instagram, at Speaking Sporadically. No, it's speaking underscore sporadically. Mm-hmm. TikTok job, ad dude. speaking sporadically. I haven't done this in forever. Hey, make sure you go follow Logan on TikTok at Lum Sport Racing again. We thank you so much for being here. Hey, this thanks for great. inviting me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was fantastic. Actually, this yeah, was a good awesome. one. I think it was one for the books. This was a pretty good for one. Sure, I had a f- good time. Awesome. Good to hear. Super glad to hear. All right, see hey. you guys. Peace.